0: Hello everybody and welcome to what seems like a revamped College Gridiron show. Look at that, we got music back.
1: You know, Costantini's is just showing his artistic abilities by DJing the show today. He has decided to go with the Fordham Fight song and it's fantastic.
0: Why not? It's an For- excellent decision. Fordham podcast, Great Fordham executive- Fight song. Yeah,
1: I mean, and it, it, it shows me that I know that the pod is going to be in good hands once I'm gone. I mean I think it already is in good hands to be honest with you. I'm gonna toot my own horn a little bit, but I think Matt has been absolutely fantastic this semester. So we
0: so we kinda got a little bit of a throwback show for you. We're we're going with the with the old two man team, Matt Costantini, Mir here with you. New producer though, Pete Hudek stepping in, so that's pretty great. He's doing a great job already. Um. Yeah. So we're we're kind of just gonna keep on with the theme from last week. Um. Senior Bowl happened. A lot of developments out of there. So so we're gonna get to that. We're gonna keep up with our uh, with our new series of the looking at the draft. Uh. Today we're gonna go through numbers six through ten and figure out what those teams need and what they might do. And then we're gonna go through. Um. We're gonna talk about the defensive line and kind of rank rank the prospects there. So let's get right into it and we'll start off with the Senior Bowl. Like I said, a lot happened, and a lot of prospects showed what they can do and kind of solidified what people already thought about them. I think the biggest news coming out is that Josh Allen might have just cemented himself as the number one pick and the number one quarterback.
1: Yeah, absolutely, especially when you consider the fact that Rosen doesn't want to go to the Browns. Darnold looks like he left a year too early because he didn't listen to us on this podcast, unfortunately. Um, So... You know, as we were saying just now before going on air, we, we really thought that, you know, we really, in my opinion, I think the Browns should go with both defensive players in their top five picks. But if they if they go with the quarterback, I'm hoping they get it right as much as I'm hoping, say, the Giants win the Super Bowl because I'm just tired of hearing that the Browns are terrible and not getting it right at quarterback or something happens to the quarterback. I don't know. It's just they, they just have terrible luck.
0: Yeah, and I'm with you on that. I mean, I don't know if Josh Allen is the best quarterback in this draft. I mean, it looks like he has all the physical tools. I mean, he has the arm strength, but there are some issues about his his accuracy, his mechanics, his his vision even. Um in other words, he's
1: a disaster, but yet and yet he looked great in the senior bowl. So, that's what that's something that tells me that you know what? He's a gamer, you know? And and this may be a bad example, but Tim Tebow's terrible in practice, but he's won a playoff game, and I don't know if this discounts jo- uh, Josh Allen, but by mentioning Tebow, but I just think that there are some guys that practice better than others. Just like I think there are some guys that play better in the game than they do in practice, and that's okay. You know, I I I'm fine with that. I my question is only this. Do the Cleveland Browns have enough backup quarterbacks that are experienced and, and good veterans to give, like, to, to show Josh Allen the ropes? Because in my opinion, they don't.
0: Um, I mean, all their so, quarterbacks are either one or two years removed from Exactly.
1: College. So they, they're going to have to get somebody to at least be that backup that gives them that experience. You know, that, that almost the, the tutor, you know. And and that's that's kind of what I'm hoping for for Josh Allen, and I think that's a must for the Browns. I don't even think even if they get a good, uh, experienced backup, um, to to mentor him, that he's gonna not be a bust. But I think it significantly increases their chances.
0: Yeah, I I'm with you on that, and we'll just, we'll have to see what they eventually decide to do because I'm I've been of the opinion that they're gonna take a quarterback, and I think a lot of people agree with me on that, but there is some talk about maybe Saquon Barkley or like you were mentioning defensive players.
1: Look, whether whether you're a Saquon uh, Barkley fan like everyone in America that doesn't know running backs or, or or me who is a big skeptic on on today's running backs that that only are one style of of running back. Um I don't think that he's really gonna. He's the best player in, in that in that draft range. I I think I think that Saquon, although a very good running back, isn't a top five pick. Let me ask you this, Matt: In the draft that Le'Veon Bell came out in, no matter who the like who was in that draft or not, do you think Le'Veon Bell is like a good enough player in the NFL that you would pick him top five in a draft?
0: Absolutely, Really? one hundred percent. I mean, he's he's the best running back in football.
1: Even still, do you do you really think that that is he is so significantly valuable to the offense? Yes. that he's more valuable than a quarterback or than a stud defensive player.
0: Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, so he if, does so much for that. Okay. He does so much for the Steelers. He's a fantastic running back. He's a great pass catcher.
1: Okay, so then if Saquon Barkley is the next Le'Veon Bell, because he's not the next, I'm tired of people saying he's the the best prospect since Adrian Peterson, because I don't even think he's good enough to be Le'Veon Bell. But let's say he's the best prospect since Le'Veon Bell, because I don't want people to look over Le'Veon Bell. Um, then you got to take him in the top five.
0: Absolutely. Maybe I I'm think wrong. That's where he's going to end up?
1: Maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I'm wrong about how good Saquon is. But hey, if you feel so strongly about him, he definitely. Sh- if he's really that good. Take him top five.
0: I think he's going to be. But
1: then at that point, don't go with the quarterback. You have to go with the defensive player because it's not enough to put Miles Garrett and Jabril Peppers in, in that defense. They're going to have to either go with Minka Fitzpatrick or Roquan Smith or Alden Smith after that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So— Kind of just getting more big picture here on the senior bowl. What are some of your takeaways from this game? Who, uh, so maybe who stood out to Bradley you? Bradley
1: Chubb looked as good as everyone said he was going to be, and some, I think, I think he solidified himself to be in that Colts pick. I think they're third, if yeah. I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a top five pick. It's third or, or, or
0: I believe or, it's third, yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, because the Browns are right after, right. Mm-hmm. So, so I really think he's, he's the third, uh, going to be the third pick, and he deserves to be. Um, You know, you were mentioning off-air about James Washington, and, you know, that's great. I just don't think the receiving class is really that good. I think Calvin Ridley's the best. Well, really, I would say Christian Kirk is the best when their careers are over, but... I think Christian Kirk needs some development, and I also think that it, from Texas A&M, and I also think that Calvin Ridley is going to be just better right off the back because he's a possession receiver, and possession receivers really do well when they transition, like all always they they're the, they're the ones that do so well initially and then take some time. Look at Sterling Shepard, you know. Look at OBJ, you know. Has OBJ really improved since his rookie slash sophomore year? Now, I know he had the injury, but I'm just saying possession receivers, what they do is they usually they start out great and then they kind of just are that and then they have to add, add tools to their game. Right. And so OBJ is going to have to do that to continue to improve. Not to say that he's not the best receiver in the league. It's just to say to become a, like a higher potential of himself.
0: See, I kind of disagree so, with you about this what? year's wide receiver class. I feel as if.
1: You don't think Cal- one second you disagree about Calvin Ridley? No, no, what? no. I think okay. it's,
0: I think overall, I think you're a little bit more down on this year's wide receivers than I, I am. I am. I think that this year's wide receivers are actually showing that they're they're pretty good, and I think the Senior Bowl showed that. I mean, we talked about Calvin Ridley. James Washington out of Oklahoma State is showed He's in the fast. Senior Bowl that he looked very good. Yeah, Deshaun Hamilton looked really good out of Penn State. So. And then we, I mean, Ecuamanius St. Brown, we talked about last week. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's he's a guy that really had a, just a bad year. Yeah. I, I he's um, he's going to be an excellent value yeah. pick in the second so, round. So,
0: I I think that a lot of teams that are wide receiver hungry are going to be happy with whoever they get in this first round, these top two rounds. I my thing is.
1: If you're going to get a top receiver in the top in the like they're the top receiver of their class compared to other top receivers of the previous classes, I don't think it's a very good class. That's just my point. Is it a deep class of wide receivers? I think so, it's yes. It's deeper than it has been in a yeah, few years. Yeah, I think it's pretty deep. I just don't think it's very I don't think there's much at the top. I think that there are, like Calvin Ridley's a guy who could have been better at Alabama didn't wasn't utilized properly in my opinion. So he's he's still going to have some developing to do Christian Kirk excellent got like star potential written all over him in terms of big plays but as a prospect he looks more like a you know a second or third round pick because of the fact that he still needs development um and and of course the penn state quarterback uh uh, wide receiver uh another great possession receiver gets his tough catches um we're gonna have to see what he becomes. Equinemius Sam Brown had a bad senior, uh, bad senior year, or sorry, junior year. So he's gonna have to obviously show something different. So I just think it's a class that's been a little unfortunate, and so maybe you're right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm just saying I don't think there's a receiver worth taking in the top ten.
0: That's fair. I'm, and, I'm yeah, with you that's on that. that's all I'm saying. So yeah.
1: so so you know that was my takeaway. Um, my biggest takeaway though about the draft, uh, about the the Senior Bowl was actually Baker Mayfield. Mel Kuyper said he wouldn't be surprised if Baker's picked in the top five. I want to cry. Like, I don't think that's—no. Like, the thing about Baker is he can be a good starting quarterback in the NFL, and I'm emphasizing can, but he has to be put in a really ideal situation, and he's going to need a year of development. He absolutely needs it. I know that that hasn't been a sexy thing to do as of late, but look at Jared Goff. I know it was intentionally done that they didn't play him, but it really worked out for him. A guy that people weren't super high on, and it was kind of a shocker that he was take, taken in the first pick. And in, in Jared Goff's draft, the, the quarterbacks weren't really at a premium because they weren't seen as great. But hey, look, Carson Wentz turned out to be great, and so did Jared Goff. I just don't think Baker really fits the top five. I don't, I'm not even sure he should be a first-round pick. He will end up being, unfortunately, a first-round pick, and I think it's going to put too much pressure on him. I just really want him to succeed, and I think that putting too much pressure on him too early is going to make him fail.
0: And, you know, you're talking about being a first-round pick, and... If anything, last year's draft kind of showed you that, where Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson shot up draft boards following their senior bowls, following their draft combine. Well,
1: actually, I think Deshaun Watson dropped from his junior to senior year.
0: I agree uh... because of
1: the interceptions at the beginning of the regular season. I think Pat Mahomes is the guy who shot up in the draft, and honestly, we're we're out. We're now all seeing how much of a ridiculous move that was because he was picked before Watson.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um. I think that, I mean, we were talking about this before we went on air, there's a lot of openings in for quarterbacks right now in the NFL. We'll have to wait and see what happens with free agency there, but... I think that there's a lot of room for teams to take a guy like Baker because
1: I think the team that should take him are the Jets. I just don't think the Jets should take him in the first round. I think he would fit perfectly in the Jets.
0: But see, the, the problem there is if you don't take him first round, you might you'll either have to trade back into the first round or with you the won't Jets, get him.
1: which the Jets could because they have the sixth pick in the second that's, round. That's true. So they could they all they have to do is package say a fourth, and they're already in the first round. I think no. I mean, I, I mean, who knows? I don't know. I, that's so, my
0: so, Senior Bowl, it's over. We're on the road to Indy in the draft combine, so that's going to be a good <laughs> We're gr- on
1: to Indianapolis. We're on to
0: Indianapolis, as, as <laughs> Bill Belichick has said over and over. Because so, you know he cares more about Indianapolis than
1: Cincinnati because he's all about the draft. Oh, yeah. Bill- I think his, his off season is when the, the team is playing. Probably. To, yeah.
0: That makes sense. Alright, so last week we we went into depth on picks 1 through 5, so this week we're going to go 6 through 10, and that is starting off with these New York Jets. So, they could go a few different directions. Who knows what they want to do at quarterback, they might try to go after Kirk Cousins, who knows, who is now obviously a free agent after the, after the Redskins basically let him go for Alex Smith. But they could go in a lot of ways. Mir, what do you think that they're going to do?
1: So I don't remember which one of us picked Mike McGlinchke to go in the top five, but I think that he would actually be perfect on the Jets because he's great in uh I think it was he's he's excellent in in uh pass defense, right?
0: I think yeah, I think he's an all-around guy, but I think that he's much he's better specifically good. Than running. Yeah,
1: and I and I think that that's what kind of the Jets are going to have to focus on cuz they need they have a need at running back, at quarterback and offensive tackle. But hey, why not get another blonde, you know, offensive lineman from Nick Mangold to Mike McGlinchkey? I just think he fits the Jets. I don't know if Saquon does. I know Saquon's from the Bronx, which is kind of funny, um, and that would be a nice little story there. Um, I think that would be a spot for Saquon as well. I'm going to say if I were the Jets, I would go with Mike McGlinchke, though I am a little nervous about his athleticism. I don't really know if he's athletic enough for the NFL to be a top 10 pick. I definitely think he's a top twenty fifteen 15 pick. Um, so, yeah, I would go with Mike McGlinchke.
0: All right, so... I'm not really sure here. Like I was saying that I think that they're going to go quarterback and if they do, I think you mentioned it it will be Baker Mayfield.
1: It's going to be a great fit. Yeah. I just I think it's a little hot, but it'll be a great fit. It'll be a great story. I mean, story.
0: he's a he's a guy that will shine in the bright lights in New York City. Oh yeah, he's he'll, love he'll play up to the big stage even though the Jets aren't exactly the big stage right now. They could be later on. But I think that this team just has a lot more holes in other places that they've done a good job, admittedly, filling drafting. these past years drafting. Yeah, I mean Jamal Adams last year. Arderius like Stewart, Darren Marcus Lee. May.
1: Yes, that that was really fantastic. So draft. I
0: don't think that they need to go defense this time in the first round. I think that they can try and focus on offense. We were talking about the wide receivers. I think it's a little. I think number six is a little too high for any of these wide receivers. Maybe Calvin Ridley. Maybe. which honestly
1: would be fine because Calvin Ridley and Ardarius Stewart last year had excellent part had an excellent partnership and the best season that Ardarius and Calvin had were uh, was Calvin's freshman year and in Ar- and Ardarius's sophomore year there's there it was their best season um because they were utilized more in their cross patterns um, from the shotgun formation when Lane Kiffin was the offensive co- coordinator. So that actually, you know what, that actually would be a really, really good spot. And I, I know that's a little high for Calvin Ridley, but, you know, you could consider the partnership that he has with Ardarius Stewart. I kind of like that. Yeah. You know, I, I really do. And, and hey, what if then you can get Baker later? So you got Baker, Calvin, and Ardarius. That's, that that's kind of that's, nice.
0: That's pretty good. That's a good offense right there. So I think... I think if it's not Baker, it'll be Calvin Ridley. Those are That's my lock, I think. Okay. So I'm set there. Okay. So moving on, we are going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who really just had a down year. I mean, they underperformed mightily. A lot of people picked them to win the NFC South. And this is another team that just has holes everywhere.
1: In my opinion, I don't think they really have holes in terms of talent. I think they have holes in terms of uh, development, experience, and stuff like that. So if you, it, I I kind of see that them in a spot where this is kind of a luxury pick, so they could either trade back. Honestly, that's what I would do. But this is the spot to get Saquon. Yeah? Yeah. You, this, you think that they're going to girl running Mar- back? Martin is so done. Really? <laughs> Yeah, he was done after his freshman year really. I mean, he had a good season 2 years ago, but this year was kind of bad for him unfortunately at running back, so they're going to have to get somebody in and put take some pressure off of Jameis. And why not why not get a guy like Saquon Barkley? I know you're kind of shocked that I would I would say let's get Saquon in the top 10, but you know, if there's a team that wouldn't be in the bottom 10 uh, uh, of the league because I think that they're top uh, bottom 15 but not 10. So they're in a bit of a luxury position. I don't think they really have a pressing need at defensive end. I don't think Alden Smith really fits that because at that point you would take Alden Smith at defensive end. Um, And then at cornerback, I think it's a little high for them to get a cornerback at at seven. So I think at that point you go with Saquon.
0: I think that this is the perfect opportunity to go offensive line. I feel like like last season they gave Jameis Winston no time in the pocket. They didn't really let him... See, my thing is, Jameis has
1: always held it a little too long. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. So that's been always flawed, flaw, so that's why I'm not as hard on the offensive line.
0: But... You're looking at it, and they just have they have talent on offense. Admittedly, I mean, Mike Evans is a is a very good wide receiver. Surprisingly,
1: turned out to be a great player. I was shocked
0: about that. They they made the move for Deshaun Jackson, who is a very good fit for that system. But they just don't. They're not being given the opportunity to get open because Jameis has no time to stand in the pocket and throw the ball. He's either getting yeah, Deshaun throwing it away.
1: Yeah, Deshaun was basically irrelevant this season.
0: So I think that this is the perfect opportunity to go after a guy like Connor Connor Williams, Orlando Brown.
1: I th- I don't know where you picked Orlando Brown. I have him going Yeah, in the top I, don't, three. I don't I don't think I I I put I'm, the Notre Dame guys ahead of him. I'm really against Connor Williams. There were some really concerning moments against Oklahoma that he just did not look like he was I'm not I'm not questioning his intelligence or his football IQ, but I think he really struggled with the uh cross patterns of defensive linemen coming at him in different angles um and the switch rotations on on the defensive line I think he really struggled with that so either Oklahoma has a really stud defense which they don't um or Connor Williams really needs to work on that I don't know I'm not really high on that but but hey you know he 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 has the athleticism and ability to be great
0: yeah so I think either one of those guys will be a very good fit for Tampa so, next up with the Chicago Bears. They solved their quarterback problem, seemingly, with taking Mitch Trubisky in the top three last year.
1: And people have been hard on him, but he's really not it's that It's not bad. fair. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: definitely not fair. I mean, th- he has no offense around him, minus Jordan Howard, who's yeah, phenomenal. he's been very good. But he definitely needs help. But I don't know if this is where they go offense. I think that they definitely need to go defense this year. I mean, they took Noah Spence. They took... Um, I mean, they've they've really focused on defense, but it really hasn't been working out. And I think that they should go after. Um, I think that they need a cornerback, honestly. Yeah. And I think the best guy out there. Because I think I put M- Minka Fitzpatrick in my top five. I I think I, that's what happened. I may have put him at to the Browns. Tr- to
1: to get Minka at at eight would be amazing. Oh, that would be a steal. And I think maybe the Bucks might actually pick him up then in that situation because yeah. I I completely forgot because of how we've we've organized this. I completely forgot about Minka. But I, would... I think
0: I think they're gonna go after Josh Jackson from Iowa. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think. Yeah, I like important.
1: I I like Josh Jackson. Um, I I think I had I think I had Minka going. Uh, I think I had Minka going four, if I remember correctly. Um, I'm definitely. You know what? I know this is a weird one, but I'm going with Alden Smith. I think he's a top. He's a he's a he's a number one pick talent, and I think the Bears just need talent. And I know they need receiver. And I know they have other needs. But I'm gonna go with Alden Smith.
0: That's fair. So, so next up is the Forty ers and they made the the big move that known that no one was expecting, and they're out of the running for a quarterback now. with Jimmy And they've got
1: a really good quarterback. I mean, they yeah. can make the, the the
0: playoffs. Oh yeah, I mean, that's I, how good they I are. I think they're gonna be a playoff team next year with Jimmy G. And this is been a, a team that has just dominated defensive first round picks the last couple years. Yes. I mean, you look at it, Eric Armstead, uh, Ruben Foster. There's another Reed from
1: LSU. I'm yeah. blanking on the free safety. Is there's an, there's another
0: defensive lineman. Varrel Bowman
1: was great. Yeah. Patrick will. I mean, it's been about ten years that they have nailed defensive and offensive lineman picks,
0: and they need oh. offense so badly.
1: There was only one year that they did a weird one, which was their late quarter. Uh, uh, the wide receiver that they got from 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 Syracuse, Jenkins. I think it was AJ Jenkins. That that was a total bust. It's of course, it was thirty-one.
0: This team needs offense so badly to help out Jimmy Garoppolo, and I think that this will be a perfect spot to take a, a wide receiver. I think that this will be a James Washington, Equimenius, St. Brown yes. kind of range.
1: Yes, and, and I, I, I think Calvin would be great. I just don't think he fits the offense um, because I don't think they need a possession receiver. They need somebody to take the, the top off the middle.
0: Which is what a James Washington can do right. so Right, so,
1: well- so whether they like James Washington or... Equinemius St. Brown, though I think Equinemius St. Brown is more of just like that guy on the third down, so maybe they don't need him just yet. They could maybe get him in the second round because I think Equinemius is going to be picked high in the second round. I don't think he's going to get in the first. The guy I'm looking at those Christian Kirk also. I think it's it, whichever they prefer, James White or Christian Kirk. I'm going to go with Christian Kirk on this one.
0: So last up here before we move on to our our last topic, Oakland Raiders. Their defense is an absolute mess. Outside of Cleal Mack, they really have no one that is really good. So I think that this is a defensive-focused draft for them, especially with the new head coach, John Gruden, old, old ball coach, coming in. And they just really need to revamp this defense. And there are two guys I'm looking at that will be absolutely perfect for this team. Because I have, I know I haven't picked them yet. I think you did. Roquan Smith. Absolute, yeah, yeah, I, absolute monster. I was, I was, I was,
1: I was thinking if if they if you can get Roquan Smith at ten with the Raiders, that's it. Or, and, and they got they still have Navarro. Remember, yeah, that. They, they, they still have Navarro. So going to right? And and so they're gonna give they're gonna give Roquan kind of the experience and the development that they need. That would be really nice. And there's
0: him. another interesting name that actually shined at the Senior Bowl: Marcus Davenport, defensive end from UT San Antonio.
1: Right and 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 I think that that would actually be also a a very good spot. Um I'm actually blanking on on this player's name right now. In in my eyes he's the although I I I think that that that, that there's a cornerback from Louisville that's really good that I'm blanking on right now. There the there's this cornerback from Ohio State. Matt could you look this up for cornerback
0: me? Cornerback from Ohio State Denzel Warden.
1: Uh yes exactly Ward I I think I think this is where he goes and I and this is really funny because the the cor- the cornerback that that the um that the Raiders took last year is also from from Ohio State and, and and that would be a that would be a really nice fit for them. So it'll be a nice partnership for the upcoming year. That's who I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with cornerback for them.
0: All right. So that's it for draft talk for this week. Um, last topic here. We're gonna get into the defensive line rankings for this upcoming draft. Um, Mir, who do you see as the best defensive lineman? Dn D tackle doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Bradley Chubb only because he works for it, whereas Alden doesn't. So I'm gonna go with Bradley Chubb.
0: I'm, I'm with you on that. I think Chubb is leaps and bounds above everyone else.
1: So with number two, who are you taking? You want to alternate this? I'm yeah, gonna... we
0: can alternate yeah. this. I'm going to go Vita Vea, defensive tackle from Washington. I think that he is a run-stopping machine.
1: People don't know how good he is. I have him as my 11th prospect in my, on my board, and he's terrifyingly good. He is good. so good. He did not play football for two years and played basically a season and a half.
0: I mean, he, that,
1: he I mean, Matt like think about that. He finished high school and then because of like some ridiculous paperwork that issues, he did not play for 2 years and then plays a season and a half and just just lights it up.
0: He's going to be what Danny Shelton should have been.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. I I I see a lot of Halodi Nada on on him. I'm going to go with Alden Smith at 2, but I'm going to go with Vita Vea Alden Smith. Out of Out of LSU. Arden Key? Oh my god, I am so sorry, Arden Key. That's I I have been messing this up this whole time. I am so sorry. I just think they're very similar. I think they're equal talent. That's fair. Arden Key is my yeah. number 2. I'm going Okay, so I'm going to go with Bradley Chubb at 1. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Arden Key at 2, and then at 3 I'm going to go with Vita Vea. So, okay. who's your third?
0: I'm going to I'm just going to flip that. I'm going to say Arden Key.
1: Okay, that's fine. At 4, I don't really love this pick, but I'm going to go with it only because I, he's still in is is uh I think it's Cleveland Farrell or Christian Wilkins, which one has not has not I don't remember
0: it. off the top of my head. I honestly. I, I
1: I think it, I think it's Christian Wilkins. I think Cle, yes, if I remember, yes, Cleveland I think Wilkins is going back. Cleveland
0: yes. Farrell is declared?
1: Yes, yes. So, so so he's my four and then a five I'm going to go with uh, Deshaun Hand from Alabama.
0: Okay. Um I think for number three with me, I'm gonna go with um with Davenport.
1: I thought at three you said Arden Key. Oh,
0: Arden K, you're right. Yes, my mistake. Number four, four is, is Davenport. Okay. And then actually I'm gonna go num- I'm gonna go with a different defensive lineman for Alabama, Deron Payne. Okay. All right, that's fine. I yeah, th- they're I think really that really was really good this yeah. past season. Yeah. yeah he kinda I th- showed it in the playoff.
1: Yeah, he did. I think I, I think the problem with the Hand was just that he he worked so hard during the regular season. I think he kinda just like was exhausted by yeah. by the playoff. Whereas dry hand was the reverse uh, drum Pane sorry he was kind of okay in the regular season and then kind of turned it on in the in the SEC championship game.
0: Well guys, I think that is all we have for this week. Uh, a lot of good talk. next week we'll be back. We'll we might start talking about the combine maybe maybe a little bit early. yeah, it's um, a little early. We'll definitely be keeping up with our series of the draft and prospects and their rankings. For Pete Hudek doing a great job on the board this week. Mirgory Matt Costantini. We'll talk soon.